Good morning and God bless. I'm Dominique DePrima, and this show is called First Things First, and my first thing every day. Hope it's your first thing every day, giving thanks, giving praises, and asking for blessings from the Most High, asking for the blessings of the ancestors and the elders, and going on my way about my day. Got those intentions set, my mind right, and ready to go. So this is what we do around here. We typically, in the first hour, we look local. What's going on on the west side? Hour two, we go national, international, and beyond. And in the final hour, we do a deep dive with a person or persons of interest. Today, it is California Common Causes, Kathy Funk, and I am looking forward to that conversation. She is an incredible expert on all things voting, voting rights, and um, the complexities of election, election law, and democracy. And certainly, there's plenty of things we can run by her, including what does it all mean when it comes to uh, he who shall not be named being kept off the ballot in Colorado. Is it a, a plus for him? Is it a minus for him? Is it a plus for us? Mm. All that and more we'll look at in hour three. You are invited to call me right now because we are starting off today with me, you, and the microphone. That means you are my partner in politics for our 1-800-920-1580 is the number rolling out this red, black, and green carpet and inviting you in, welcoming you in, whether it is on a regular radio, old-fashioned, what we call terrestrial radio, or whether it is the app on your phone, which I hope, 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 by now you have it. Um, and um, you're, if you want to give me a gift this, <laughs> this Kwanzaa season, uh, have a friend or two download the KBLA 1580 app for free from the App Store or the Google Play Store. They could listen on their phone. And it just makes KBLA that much mightier. Connect with us on social media. It's KBLA 1580 on all the platforms. And uh, it's DePrima Radio on all the platforms, except for Facebook, where I am under First Things First with Dominique DePrima. Look, my favorite is Instagram. I'm not going to lie. It's because it's user-friendly and easy. So if you want to DM me, that's the best place to find me, DePrima Radio on IG. Please follow, like, and subscribe. And of course, you know we're on YouTube. We're YouTubing uh, at KBLA 1580. We stream live every weekday. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot going on. There's so many great things happening around Southern California right now for the holidays. You got... Uh, several different Kwanzaa parades, including the one in Lamert Park that's been going on for decades. Uh, you have um, Xmas, Black Xmas going on. Of course, that is the uh, Build Black, Buy Black, Bank Black uh, movement. Uh, you notice I am flossing the T-shirt uh, by Black Lives Matter grassroots. And you so you can get involved uh, and, and, you know, just by shopping, doing whatever shopping you were going to do for whatever uh, festive occasion you recognize in black businesses, right? So we're recycling black dollars. We're building up uh, our communities while we do whatever it is we have to do. They want you to take it a step for further by they. I'm talking about Black Lives Matter and um, just give donations in people's names to community-based organizations like Merry Christmas, uh, Miles, I gave money in your name to Community Action Network or Community Coalition or Black Lives Matter Grassroots or whatever it might be. Um, and that's for those of you who are really ready for, you know, next level activism. Uh, I like giving present presents, but, you know, whatever it is, being conscious in the way we celebrate. 
um, is sort of a challenge for the season, one that, um, you know, I hope we can all express in however we express what we express. Um, yeah, but keeping in mind, there are so many great things. I suggest going to uh, one of your black newspapers where they list so many different events, um, checking in with your uh, electeds because many times they're the ones sponsoring these events. I know Heather Hutt has got a building bicycles event going on at the Michelle and Barack Obama Center where they're building bicycles for kids. And this is something you could do um, as, you know, your spirit of giving moment, your reason for the season moment, and get some fellowship with your, uh, with our neighbors and friends in the community here in the west side of South LA. Because the, for those who haven't been, the Michelle and Barack Obama um, Recreational Center is really re- what we used to call Rancho Cienega Park right there in La Brea and Rodeo, which is now Obama. Okay, that Rodeo, that was a slip. That was for uh, my old heads who um, <laughs> still call the Fox Hills Mall the Fox Hills Mall. Uh, 800-920-1580, that's the number. If you want to call me, call me now. I would love, love, love to hear from you. It's a New York story, but it has California uh, roots, I'll say, because I believe that the California Reparations Task Force opened the door and led the way for the reparations movement to grow, um, as did Evanston, Illinois. We can't take all the credit, uh, but certainly on a statewide level, California was the first to put in place a reparations task force. That's why our task force has already submitted two reports, the final one being a 1,200-page document outlining the harm and what their recommendations are for repair. Uh, You can find it if you want to read it, some nice, uh, not-so-light holiday reading at um, oag.ca.gov, OAG for Office of the Attorney General, that housed that uh, project. And so we are already in motion. You've heard several black legislators on this show talking about how the California Black Caucus has a package of reparations bills that they will be presenting in the new year to try to move this, at least the legislative agenda forward, if not the cash payments, um, which, of course, I would like to see it all. Now New York, the city of New York has uh, created a reparations task force, the Governor signing that into law this week, um, and and I want to look at that a little bit uh, as well, and what it really what it really uh, consists of, because my understanding is that you know the bill that was signed is not the bill that was presented. So where are we, and how does this add to the momentum or not? Um, I don't see how it couldn't. New York, of course, a huge state, uh, a coastal, uh, impactful among our 50 states, and certainly California and New York taking that step on a statewide level has got to build momentum. Love to hear your thoughts on that and more, 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580, the number to call. And I keep saying it, on the citywide level here in Los Angeles, the Reparations Advisory Task Force is looking for your input right now. It's now through the 31st of December, uh, which is, what, a week? A little more than a week? Um, 10 days, okay? You can go to 
blackexperiencela.com. You scroll to the bottom of the page and you click take the survey and just go through it. It'll take you about 20 minutes, half an hour. If you're one of those people that takes 100 years to think about each question, could take a little longer than that. Um, just go through it and give your input. You don't, you can do it anonymously or you can put your name in there and you can give input about what your experiences are in the city of Los Angeles. If you live here now or you've ever lived here in your lifetime, you're eligible to fill this out. Um, Los Angeles City, meaning all the areas that are considered Los Angeles City, the Valley, um, you know, every, every place that doesn't have its own city government in LA, in the LA area, if you've ever lived here, if you've lived here for a long time, um, if you don't live here but your parents live here, have them take the survey. Just go to blackexperiencela.com. Let's get these surveys in. I was really dismayed to hear that they had under a thousand. I'm I'm thinking by now they have over a thousand because the KBLA delegation is on the case, and a lot of people have been me- hitting me up in the DMs and on texts um, and various uh, platforms to let me know that they have gone to blackexperiencela.com and filled out the survey. I did it. I found it really thought provoking. And um, I'm not getting paid to say this. No one is, uh, you know, prompting me to do so. I just think it's important that we show up and say our piece, tell our stories, be the lion's historian, speak for not only ourselves, but our ancestors and our elders who may or may not get around to this. If you have an elder that's not good on the computer, why don't you get on your laptop or phone and go through and ask them? Because then you'll learn about their experience at the same time that you are sharing information, which will go uh, to the LA Civil Rights Department and their research partners at Cal State Long Beach, not going to the cops, not going anywhere like that. It's just merely being used to inform the Reparations Commission, the Advisory uh, Commission for the City of Los Angeles, about what our experiences are, and upon that they can build uh, recommendations for repair. So good things happening. These are good things happening. They represent progress. They represent an opening of minds and hearts. They are the manifestation of a lot of work on the part of a lot of people for a lot of generations, including this current generation. Uh, So I think we all, you know, we all owe one another a, a, a debt of gratitude for not giving up, for keeping the conversation, the activism, the engagement going Uh, As you know, we do Friedman Fridays every Friday around here where you can hear from leading voices um, and emerging voices in the reparations movement. All comers are welcome. That's why we call it a comprehensive conversation on reparations. Agree, disagree, dialogue. Get smarter. Understand the issues. Know the movement. Know Uh, how you can get in, where you fit in to be part of this progress that we are making right now, right now. I always say history is now, and when it comes to reparations, that is truer than ever. Uh, So if you you have a connection, go to blackexperiencela.com, fill it out. Let's do this. Let's show up and speak out. And of course, you're always invited to do that right here. That's what we do. This is the place where we are elevating black and progressive voices all day and all night. KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. 
your ancestors' favorite radio station, radio station, and your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. right now. Right now, I'm glad you're here, and I'd love to hear from you. 809-20-1580. That's the number, 809-20-1580. Let's talk about it. Uh, the... Um, California lieutenant governors now calling for he who shall not be named to be removed from our ballot. Um, Eleni Kolonakis, who's uh, running, of course, uh, uh, planning to run in in the March election, um, is saying we should look at our legal options to take uh, the 45th president. Um, I, I, you know, people call him 41. I'm thinking I should start, I mean, 45. I'm thinking I should start calling him 91 for all of his felonies, but whatever you call him. um, She is saying that we should remove him from the ballot based on the findings of the Colorado Supreme Court. um, That that Supreme Court, of course, said that Trump could not be on the ballot because of the 14th Amendment, because the 14th Amendment says you can't, um, if you've sworn an oath as an officer of the United States, you cannot be um, trying to overthrow the government, be involved in an insurrection, and hold office. Um, that was set up to keep Confederates off the ballot, and once again, it would be used for that purpose. Because if you know, if you look at the policies he supports, the former president definitely goes in the Confederate column, right? Um, and, okay, so the, the Colorado Supreme Court took the guy off the ballot. They, they, the, the Supreme Court said they want him off the ballot. But it will likely go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will decide they're going to have to do it quickly because I guess the ballots go to press uh, in early January. And so the former president, 4591, Orange Menace, whatever you want to call him, could still end up on that ballot. But um, they are putting their ruling on hold until the 4th of January so that Trump can appeal to the Supreme Court. But this is what I was talking about. If And, you know, again, Trump doesn't need Colorado. He lost it by 13 points in the last election. Um, well, okay, he lost the last election. He lost it by 13 points when he won the presidency that horrifying day in 2016. Um and he still won, and I'm putting one in air quotes because he did not win the popular vote. And he doesn't need California either. He's never going to win California. But my hope is that this uh, will take hold. There are a lot of cases pending of states that are considering keeping the former president off the ballot based on um based on the 14th Amendment, based on the fact that he did support a move to overthrow the government of the United States. And it says, you know, you can't be an insurrectionist and you can't provide aid and comfort to them. I mean, even if you are one of these delusional people that thinks the 45th president, um, Mr. 91 Felonies, did not um, actually materially support that attempted coup. There's no way you can say he hasn't provided aid and comfort. He's offering to uh, give pardons to all these folks. What could be more comforting than that if you're facing jail time? So, uh, you know, I'm not a lawyer. Can't wait to um, hear more on this. But certainly I've 
read and heard from some well-respected uh, constitutional lawyers who feel like this is a legit challenge and that it is not that complicated um, that the former president should not be allowed on. So if it should spread to states like uh, Ohio, Michigan, then it could be a real problem. It, well, it would be a problem. It would make it impossible for uh, he who shall not be named to retake the office of the president, which for me, that's a win. Um, and and for me, as a, as a Californian, right, a, a resident of the Golden State, I like it just for the symbolism. Yes, there are those who say this gives him an advantage because he can whine and cry and he gets sympathy and he uses it as a fundraising piece. And there are even people who find it, um, you know, anti-democratic because they believe his right to be be on the ballot is being taken away. However, there are rules. There are rules for all elected offices. To be president, you've got to be 35. Can't be 34, 33. Got to be 35 or older. And you can be much older, <laughs> as we see based on our current crop. But you can't be younger than that. And it's not undemocratic to keep you off the ballot if you're not 35, because guess what? Those are the rules. Um, you know, you cannot be president of the United States if you're not a citizen of the United States. It's not an undemocratic. Those are the rules. You got to be a citizen. Um, and it is what it is. You have to be born here. You can't just, you know, be a naturalized. You have to be born in the USA to be the president of the United States of America. And it is what it is. Um, sorry if you don't like it. Those are the rules. Arnold Schwarzenegger will never be your president. Melania Trump will never be your president unless they change the rules. Uh, and, you know, keep your eye on this space because if you reelect that dude, all bets are off. He's already said he'll be a dictator on day one and he may pronounce uh, Melania the queen of the... Uh, Confederate States of America. We don't know. But what we do know is there are rules. And if you don't meet those criteria, you cannot run, right? So the, the idea that because this guy is uh, an insurrectionist means he cannot run. Now, some people are making the argument that because he hasn't been convicted of anything, uh, that he should be able to stay on. But it, aid and comfort to insurrectionists doesn't even mean that's not that's not even necessarily criminal but it's clearly the case i'm comforting but you by telling you i will pardon you should i get reelected insanity okay so um those of you know those of you in other states cover your ears other countries i don't want you don't get to clown us because we're not used to rain uh, and, and heavy storms uh, on the left coast. We're grateful for them, but we're not used to them. So it's meant to be pretty, pretty heavy today. Uh, thunderstorms some in some places. Friday, it's, 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 we're saying it's going to taper off a bit. More light showers on Saturday um, and a little heavier in the inland valleys. Um, windy Saturday. And when it gets windy around here, trees and things blow down and the, the driving slows down because don't nobody know how to drive in the rain. Laugh if you want to. The upside for us is we have beautiful, moderate, sunny skies 
300 days of the year. Yeah, I'm gloating. And then um, Sunday's supposed to be a little bit nicer, right? So if you're going to do last minute shopping or whatever, do it Sunday. Christmas Day is Xmas Day. is supposed to be sunny and beauteous. And then we could see the return of more rain um, towards New Year's, okay? And I'm, so I'm pretty sure it'll probably rain. If you, if you want to, you know, rain forecast, all you really have to do is wait for me to go get my hair done and then it's going to start raining because that's just Murphy's law. Go get my hair did and here comes the rain. But look, uh, we need it. All of that heavy rain we had in, um, in the spring did not get us a hundred percent, uh, out of the drought. It did technically, but not in terms of that groundwater. And so, you know, we need it. I'm, I'm just warning you. So you, we've got rainstorms and mercury is in retrograde. It is a good time to slow the heck down. If, you know, three girls getting uh, killed by hit and run in Malibu, if numerous losses of life in South LA from people driving too fast, one person um, accidents, and now y'all drinking and sugared up too? Okay, I'm not going to say y'all, I'll say we, because I'm definitely sugared up. Uh, well, not yet, but I plan to be. So look, just slow down. Give yourself more time. It's going to take you longer to get from point A to point B. So simple pro tip. Don't kill anybody, yourself included, along the way. This is your friendly traffic tip. Follow me for more basic advice. <laughs> KVLA Talk 1580. Happy Kwanzaa from Unapologetically Progressive KVLA Talk 1580. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. I really, 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 really do appreciate you. 800-920-1580. So I was talking about the events, uh, so many Xmas and Kwanzaa events and New Year stuff too. Uh, but there is a march, uh, Black Lives Matter Grassroots doing Black Times Palestine. They're, they're uh, marching in solidarity with the, the uh, you know, civilians of, of Gaza and, um, against the killing of black people. It's going to be at La Cienega Park. That's Wilshire and La Cienega. Starts at 3 p.m. on Saturday. So I just wanted to let you know about that, among the many, many, many other things that are going down. Let's go to Fred calling us from L.A. Good morning, Fred. Hello, Dominique. Three points on Donald Trump. And you're talking about uh, the the Colorado Supreme Court. I got this uh, 14th Amendment right in front of me. Okay. and it says, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the state. Now, last time I checked, and I saw Donald Trump in the White House eating hamburgers twice. Uh, <laughs> watching, yeah, he was watching. Yeah, he was, you, but wait, he no, was, but he was the mastermind. No, we go back and forth. It's fine. You'll get your points in. Don't worry. It's kitchen table conversation. It's not that formal, Fred. Go ahead. So, so he, so he's watching it, watching them on TV. Now, I consider this a riot, and they should have been treated like colored people would have been treated. You mean shot dead? Did. You mean shot dead on site? Uh, of course, of course. The, uh, the the people that are in charge, the D.C. police and the Capitol police, the supervisors should have had enough help on to handle the to handle the crowd load. In fact, Donald Trump offered, and I heard him offer twice. Uh, to, to the Capitol Police and to the D.C. Police 
uh, the Federal National Guard. But, and but, Fred, but Fred, did you also see that um, Trump took measures prior to that to make sure that the National Guard was not uh, available? So that was that offer was like what you call covering your tracks? No, no, I didn't see that. I, okay, I, I well, look it up. Police turn it down. Look it up. Look okay, it now, up. Now, okay, we, we back to the Fourteenth Amendment. Yes, sir. Uh, we get we got we just went over Section Three, Section One. It says without due process of law. Whatever happened to due process? If they if Trump was black, he would get due process. Now let me go over mm, that. What? Okay. Your now you're Bar- now you're now you got the vapors. <laughs> yeah. Now your friend Barbara Lee, she she brought before Trump before uh, January twentieth, she brought over this impeachment package to the Senate. I saw her do it. And then I saw John Roberts get on TV and says he's not going to have this trial. The Constitution says the chief justice is to preside over any impeachment proceedings. But anyway, so they went on with this mock trial with Patrick Leahy uh, as, as uh, the uh, judge, and he, uh, they still didn't convict Donald Trump of two-thirds of those present, even in this mock okay, trial. Okay, so what, but what does that have to do with the 14th Amendment? I mean, you're saying because, because they weren't willing to take action against the sitting president because Republicans, even though like a week earlier they were bemoaning what an awful insurrectionist he was when the rubber hits the road, none of them want to face the wrath of the Trump base? What, no, what what I'm saying is mm. the Constitution clearly states in, in one of the early, in Article 1, I think it is, that the, the president must be impeached. Okay, but you know what, Fred, you, you can, no, no, hold on a second, because, you, you know, you're sliding through a few points that are not, you know, all quite intellectually honest. Right in front of me. Okay, but you left off the part about um, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. You can't leave that part out. But he hasn't given aid in, in Absolutely in he has. I'll Just fall. by he, saying that he's going to pardon them all if he's elected, that's some pretty serious aid and comfort right there. You, um, might, you might make that argument after if he were elected. Nope, it comforts me while I'm in going through the process to know that this man, one of the most powerful men on the planet, is going to... Pardon me. That is definitely comfort, um, and certainly it's aid, and that's just one small part of it. But anyway, Fred, you're so you're making the argument that because he wasn't impeached, he should be able to be on the Colorado ballot. Well, yeah, that's notwithstanding the legal, what the Fourteenth Amendment definition. might say. Well, no, but 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 the Fourteenth Amendment is specifically targeting people who are holding offices in the United States government, the office of the president being the highest office in the land, in order to keep people who want to overthrow the government, i.e. Confederates, from holding office. That's exactly what, it's, what it was meant for. And, I, and this would be it doing its job, what it was put there to do. I, I understand all of that. But if you're the president of the United States, you can commit rape, robbery, or murder while you're in the White House, but apparent- and he has to be impeached and convicted by the Senate. But he's not the president anymore, Fred. He ain't the president no more, and that's why he's trying to hur- hurry up and become president again so he can avoid criminal accountability for the things that he has done, constitutional accountability for the things that he has done. 
Well, no, that he, he, no he's not the president. He, first of all, he's not the president right now. Second I of know, all, but they, but even they, if he was the president, the 14th Amendment of the Constitution is not something you get to dodge just because you're the president. Okay, can I make one more, one more easy question? Of course you can, you Fred. Off yesterday, when you signed off yesterday, you talked about the black people uh, uh, that would vote for Donald Trump. So I'm going to reverse the question, and I'm going to take you back to 2016, and I'm going to... Find a righteous range, and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. We are, and you are welcome in, 800-920-1580. Going right to Big Phil, calling us from Los Angeles. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Creek and Rise this morning. Devil don't sleep. This is Big Phil. Merry Christmas to you. I'm doing uh, Earth to Kit, but I'm not coming out on Chimney. I just give you a six dime a carrot. How about that? On your <laughs> All right. Thank you, Santa what, baby. Let me, let me give you another thing that's so funny. <laughs> Warren, what's up, some, what's so funny? Let me tell you something. I grew up Catholic all my life, and I'm not religious, very dangerous spiritually. I decided not to go anymore. Do you see what the Pope did to, his, to one of his, uh, his disciples? I mean, Victor, he evicted the bishop and took his pay. What kind of holy man is that? Come on, that's a gangster. <laughs> You're saying the Pope is a gangster? Um, oh, he's supposed to be holy. I don't think you're a bishop and that cut his pay. You're supposed to forgive the man. Come on, he's supposed to be a second master. Well, okay, on. but the Catholic Church, I mean, it has a, a, a they need more gangsterism. I mean, when it comes wow. to accountability, all those, like all of those priests that were molesting all of those children. I understand uh, that. I understand that. Holy, not relig- that's religious. I'm not religious. A lot of your pastors, I'm spiritually dominant. I'm a little bit help somebody when I can. I don't get tithes to the church, okay? Jesus didn't have no gold robe on. He said, come as you are, get you fish and bread, okay? That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. You take care. Happy holiday. I hope to see you guys around. Take care. Big deal. I'm Happy out. Happy holiday you. to you, you and Fred. Love you, love you, love you, love you. My sister, my queen. Love you more. Happy holidays, Fred. Happy holidays, Deb and Big Phil. Kwanzaa, New Year, Christmas, all the things you're celebrating. I hope they uh, they treat you very, very well. Ronnie from OC, what's up? Hotep, Jumbo. Hey, I, I see they gave a little bit of uh, Orange County back to uh, some First Nations indigenous folks. So that was something good uh, out your yeah. way. <laughs> Yeah, you remember, Dominique, on another past show I called you about seven years ago crying. How did we get Orange County uh, blue? And uh, now with the uh, um, uh, congresswoman that wants to run. Katie um, Porter? Katie Porter, yes. Uh, we've been, I keep saying, two election cycles. Now we're in three. So I'm not crying no more, but I don't want Katie Porter to run, okay, for... Um, a boxer's seat because uh, I thought um, one is going to weaken and we'll lose the blue. And second, yeah, could happen. I did want to make her out to be bad. I thought she was a corporatist and I looked up her voting record and I looked up where she got her money. She's not a corporatist. Nope, nothing not bad. at all. She's a progressive. No, not at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't have no mud, and so I had to back up. I'm so glad I didn't call you about two months or three months ago because <laughs> I would have been wrong, wrong, wrong. But I have a um, quick uh, uh, philosophical question for you. Uh, I know we've got the clock. Uh, how much time, Dominique? Because I'm trying. Well, you know what? You, you can stay with me. Louis Dix is going to be here. We're going to talk about national issues. He can join the conversation. So take a deep breath and say what you want to say, Ronnie. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that uh, I didn't have to throw mud. I, I just really thought she was just trying to uh, run a corporatist uh, role like uh, Obama when he finally learned President uh, uh, Obama X. But there's no dirt. That woman is good and clean. And she and she's done great work in Congress, which is why we're sorry to le- to lose her. If she well, we're wins, not lose her. well, I mean she's she running go. for Senate. Let's say she wins. I don't know that she will. Adam Schiff is the man to the person to beat right now, and Barbara Lee's running her best race. Um, but if she wins, we could lose that seat. Yeah, and if she wins, she deserves it because, like I said for the third time on this call right here, she's clean. I tried to find dirt. She's clean. <laughs> <laughs> you tried and you couldn't find it. Yeah, well, she, yeah. I mean, not only that, she's very effective. You know, you see some of her, go on YouTube and see some of her takedowns of, of these uh, right-wing uh, colleagues of hers and how she breaks things down and makes it plain. Uh, if she doesn't want to, she doesn't get in the Senate, she could do talk radio. But I uh, uh, hope that thought is time for news, traffic, and sports. And we'll be talking with comedian Louis Dix, who also happens to be quite politically astute. So keep calling. We got a lot to talk about. It's KBLA Talk 1580.